TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart, Fortnite's show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. everyone to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host, Wendy Stewart. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so excited to have in the Wendy's Way podcast studio today an amazing guest who has been on my show previously. She's incredible. She's a wealth of information and she brings a lot of common sense to the current subject of 5G. I knew I had to have her on my show and make some sense out of this for all of us because I am quite ignorant about it. I'm learning, but I'm ignorant. So please welcome to the show, Bronwyn Bennett from Creating Healthy Spaces. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much, Wendy. I got that right, Bron. <laughs> Only took well two goes, but anyway. So Thank Bronwyn you. is a building biologist by profession. She studied with Nicole from, no, yep. sorry, what's Nicole's Academy called? I've so just... the Australian College of Environmental right. Studies. I needed to get that right, so I thought I'd let you do it. Thank and you. I've been privileged to call Bronwyn friend for a few years now. Thank and you. We caught up recently at the Wellness Summit and we looked at each other and (laughs) the subject of 5G came about with both of us. So I thought I would invite you along today so you can make some sense out of all of this for us because a lot of my friends and family are very confused, very overwhelmed by all the information out there. So I'm so grateful to you for coming to add, shed some light on this subject and make some sense out of all of this for us. <laughs> That's if I can. I hope I can. Oh, you will. <laughs> you will. So, Bronwyn, could you just tell everyone, first of all, a little bit about yourself mm-hmm. and what a building biologist is, please? <laughs> Certainly. So a little bit about myself. Um, I've now been working as a building biologist, running my business, creating healthy spaces for a good five years. And um, predominantly what I do, I like working residentially with families. Right. And um, so I go into people's homes and help them to ascertain if there's any issues in the home that could be adding to their chemical burden um, or allergies, toxicants and so forth, things that could be making them unwell. Right, right. And I find a lot of people now, we're all so busy, we're all very tired, so it's essential now to improve our health, we need to sleep. So. We do a lot of work where people rest and repair yes. and where they like to spend time. So that's sure. what we focus on, what's coming into the home. I know we had a chat about removing shoes yes, at the front yes, door. Yes, yes, So it's how do we live within our homes? Yes. And then with the actual built environment itself, how does our building function? So what's our airflow? What's the ventilation? Um, you know, using a shower in your bathroom, does does all the exhaust fumes ventilate externally or does it fog up your mirror and you can't see and... Um, so it's looking at how the building works and then how do we live within that home and how does that affect our health and well-being. Yes. So I think we know now that um, disease is at least a third of all diseases are environmental. Wow. So it's so important if we're on this wellness journey or it's not even a journey, it's just every day how we live our lives at, so that we can thrive. For sure. Um, what's going on in the home? And that's where I step in to help people. And it might be little changes, sort of, um, you know, not charging your mobile phone next to your bed, yes. some other little issues. So that's what I predominantly do and give, you know, as we mentioned, solutions, yes. things that are doable. So I don't like to overwhelm. No. It, we're all, you know, there's so much going on. So 
as I think also as women, you know, we, we like to nurture our homes Absolutely. and give it the best that we can do. Yes. So, um, and I know, I know over the years, you know, that I've been, you know, I've been in your world and mm-hmm. I've been educated by yourself and the lovely Nicole. It's just, it's incredible what little things we can do. And yes. as you spoke about, I mentioned to you when you came in, okay. most of um, people in India yes. where I grew up and lived till I was 15 Everybody takes their shoes off as you enter the house and you have separate shoes for inside the house. Yes. And I know you educated <laughs> me years ago about that. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing we were talking about before we get stuck into the 5G topic yes. um, was a lot of people at the Wellness Summit said to me, oh, you don't have an iWatch or a Fitbit. Yes. And I know you weren't there the day Jason Borden-Smith was on stage mm-hmm. and he got someone to come up with an iWatch and he had one of those meters that tested yes. and you should have heard Yes. That iWatch go off into the red section straight away. Yes. So I've never had an iWatch. I've never had a Fitbit. Yes. I don't have a walking steps app on my phone. <laughs> I won't do it. And like what you and I both just said, we've gone back to wearing old-fashioned watches. I've never had anything else. Yes. To go back to wearing an old-fashioned watch so that I'm not looking at my phone all the time or touching my phone all the time yes. to check the time. Exactly right. And that's where I think we're all um, bombarded with this amazing technology. Yes. And because it's available to purchase, uh, we, we assume that it's safe. But the assumptions now, you know, there's a re- we need to look after ourselves. And as we've learned from whether tobacco smoking or even Johnson and Johnson's baby powder, oh my gosh, we can still buy that on any shelf of chemists. It's still there. It's still available, and it is the carcinogenic associated one, so talc and parfum. Yes, it's still available. My goodness. Um, and there's still court cases going on at the moment, and there was big findings yesterday. But I won't digress. So we need to learn to read ingredients and to read labels. Absolutely, and. Also, to be aware that the people manufacturing these products, as long as their product does do what it's intended to do, they don't have to prove that it's safe for our health. So that's where all these amazing technologies have come into play. Um, And it is a concern. So with um, September coming up next week, everyone's getting the old, you know, Fitbits out and, and so forth. So I think it's important. We can still get pedometers. The old-fashioned ones. I've got, I've got some of those. Yes. Yeah, somewhere I need to dig them out of my yes. drawer. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's a, a beautiful term called being a, a, a luddite. I think it is a luddite. Yeah. Luddite. Oh, I'm yes. happy to be one. Yes. Thank yes. you. <laughs> so we're going back to what happened before digital technology. Yes. Um, and it might not be that convenient, but it still works. And you know what? You can just use your old-fashioned watch which has no radioactive waves or any yes. of that transmitting stuff going through into your beautiful wrist and through your body. Exactly. You, just put, you can just say, I'm going to walk for 10 minutes or I'm going to walk for 15 or 20 or whatever. Yep. Look at your watch and go and just go yes. till you can't go anymore and turn around and come back kind of thing. Yes. There's so many things we can do to get away from this yes. stuff. And I don't know about you, Wendy, but I love to disconnect. So whether it's going for a totally. walk, I love walking with totally. other, other people. And so I like to meet, turn our phones off or put it on, you know, um, aeroplane mode yes. so that we're not being interrupted by notifications or oh. school bag apps or binging that you need to be somewhere in t- tomorrow um, to disconnect and enjoy the moment of being with friends, having a chat, having a laugh, Absolutely. stopping to hear the birds tweeting or, you know, talk about the rubbish that you've just picked up as you've been walking, yes. um, to actually share and communicate and connect. For sure, and for that's, sure. for me, how I refill my cup. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, the, the best part about that is the human interaction, yes. I think. And I think as humans, we all need that. We've become so isolated. Yes. Technology has actually isolated us. It Don't has. get me wrong. I love my technology. Yes. For me, it helps me, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that great stuff helps me stay connected with my friends all over the world, my family all over the world, yes. especially in India. And I love it. But after, you know, we've talked about this before, but, you know, just the other day I noticed what happened. I got a notification. So I went and checked it. Mm-hmm. Oh, while I was there, I'll just quickly check Facebook. <laughs> then I'll check Instagram. <laughs> oh, then someone sent me a Snapchat and I'm like, oh, God, how do I even find the Snapchat? I'm not so good at it. Anyway, <laughs> but it was 35 minutes later and yes. I'd been on my technology for 35 minutes when if I just – so I instantly turned off all notifications. Yes. And it has stopped big time. You know, and I don't know if you've noticed, but talking about disconnecting, I regularly on Friday afternoons about three thirty, four o'clock, mm-hmm. post on my Wendy's Way page, yes. I'm disconnecting for the weekend and yes. I don't have any, you know, it's a weekend free of technology for Wendy's Way and, you know, personally as well as much as I can. So you can get on with living oh, exactly. and making the memories, yes. you know, yes. and we forget that. We forget that in these crazy lives of ours. Oh, exactly. And it has been proven that it's such an addiction to our devices. Totally. Um, whether it's, you know, gaming or, as you say, checking your oh. Facebook. And that's something I'm very concerned as a mother. So yes. my youngest is 11. Right. And he's in grade six. Sure. He is, and I hate to say it, I'm addicted to coffee, so it's okay. Yeah. But he's addicted to his games. Right. And he's... Uh, whole, On his mobile phone? No, or, he doesn't have iPad. a mobile phone. No, right. So okay. iPad and also yes. computer. And oh, absolutely. And there's also, yeah. you know, connected through the television, through his, what has he got now? He's got a, a Nintendo Switch. Right, right. And he also has a PlayStation. Okay. So... Because you can talk to people through that and play games against your friends and um, other people. Exactly. And most of the time you need Wi-Fi connectivity to do that. Yes. However, in my house, I don't like Wi-Fi, so we have it all Ethernet cabled. So it's hardwired on most devices. It costs a little bit of money to buy the adapters to do that. Absolutely. But we can actually Ethernet connection on our iPads and our iPhones. However, they do, with every new uh, release, it's a new connection, oh my which gosh. is a new device. Yeah. Um, so very frustrating. And all the rollout of NBN, they've tried to change it. So you must be on Wi-Fi. You can't actually man, switch oh it man. off. Yes. So um, I find there's so many different components to it. And that's where, coming back to my son, you know, the notifications, he's in the middle of doing something. And all of a sudden the focus and the concentration's gone because there's a notification. Absolutely. Or we're in the middle of a family meal. And one of his friends has, you know, notified him he's online. He wants to stop everything, jump back online, keep playing. Yes. So it's very difficult as an as a parent, for sure, to modify um, and to also make sure families are happy. So it's another difficult component of parenting. Absolutely. And having to say no, which I'm very good at yeah. saying no. It's yeah. like don't push your luck with me today. So um, saying no to our kids, and they don't have to have the latest iPhone. Um, but that's what the boys in preparation for year seven next yes, year, yes. they're discussing what phone. So this is where oh you know, my. they want to have a So he's 11, right? He's 11. He'll be and 12. And he wants a $1,000 iPhone or yes, whatever, Samsung, yes. whatever the yep, latest thing yep, is. Yes, that's all about, look at me, I've got this device. Got you, understood, yeah. yes, yes. So, To be fair, I will put my hand up and say yeah. I'm like that too. I love mm-hmm. my iPhone. Yes. You know, it's driven me mad at times kind of thing, but I don't know if you saw – in the news yesterday, I don't know if you saw the paper. A lot of the aeroplane, sorry, a lot of the airlines are yes. banning people from taking their MacBook Pros mm-hmm. on on board. Okay, whether it's some of them are not allowing it to be in checked in baggage. It yes, can't be in checked in baggage. Has to be carry on, 
And Thai areas, I think, has banned them altogether. You can't have them at all Just on your Mac flights. Pro. MacBook Pro because there was some problem with the battery okay. and they were scared it was going to cause a fire kind of thing. Gee. So, And we've had, you know, when the there was that problem with the Samsung phones a few years ago as yes. well. And I'm like, my God, how safe are these things really? Exactly. You know, and I know I'm due for a new phone shortly yes. and I was so excited about it because it'll be the <laughs> iPhone 11 and I want, you know, and I'm totally mm – -hmm. I want the biggest, the best, the latest, whatever I yes, can get at the time. Because I always believe if you're upgrading, upgrade to the best technology yes, you can. Yes. But then I'm also mindful of if it's going to be bigger, oh, my. So there's more screen yes. for me to be, you know, protected against kind exactly. of thing. So it's like, oh, my gosh. And that's the moving into the 5G conversation. Yes, yes. These new devices will also have more antennas. So that's where... We've got to be so aware. Okay, I did not know that. Yes. Education so point number one for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Learning and, things as we go. Oh, exactly. So if I start with the, the 5G. Please do, yes, because that's what, you know, I noticed on my phone I've got a 5G option for my Wi-Fi. Yes. And I know you're sitting in my home at the moment and you can see the mobile phone tower. Yes. And the last time you were here it wasn't that high. No, exactly. Now, I can see it from this room. So it's grown. And it's lowered as well, so yes. that's closer to us. Exactly. So are you telling me that that's not causing issues in this part of this suburb over here? Yep. I didn't bring my meters today. Oh, no, I that's had, all right. If, if, I'll have we'll to have come to do back. that another time. Yeah, <laughs> yes. absolutely. And it's one of those things, direct line of sight yes. is how we, we do measure things. But unless I've got my meter, I wouldn't like to say, you know, Wendy, yes, you're safe. No, no, Wendy, yeah. no, move house because... Even if you were to move from Willis Hill, where do you move well, to? It's everywhere. Exactly. So I think we'll have to do a Facebook Live one day yes. with you and your meters. And, you know, <laughs> probably, I don't know if I really want you to do this, Brian. But yeah. No, and that's where it's hard. I, I don't like to scaremonger. No, no, I don't no like it's not about that. But it's so important that we are aware and start this conversation. We have to be to educated. To protect ourselves and also one of the biggest things, so in the professional world, I see so many scientists who are right. actually putting their hand up, they're raising their red flag, and they're saying this technology needs to be halted. We're not saying stop. No, We're just saying, no. you know, halt it and do more, you know, research. Yes. So the, one of the biggest things I think most people would be or where I do get asked a lot of questions, what is 5G? Yes, please. isn't it just the next, you know, it's, we've had 2G, we've got 3G, 4G, 4G yeah. let's go 5G. It's yes. just the next the next level of mobile sure. phones, but it's more than that. So 5G refers to the fifth generation, so it's not just the 5 gigahertz bandwidth. Right. And it's of mobile communication technology that will fundamentally, it's going to change the way that we live, we work, and we travel. So that's the exciting side of things. Um, 5G, as we see on the, the television ads, it promises better coverage, right. greater download speeds, and uh, a low latency that will provide the infrastructure to enable you know, driverless cars, uh, autonomous aut autonomous <laughs> manufacturing, yes. artificial intelligence, and smart devices and homes on a mass level. And this is where I look at that and I'm just going, hang on a minute, I love driving. I like sitting in my car going on road trips. Um, the thought of driverless car, I'm like, nah, that doesn't interest me. Maybe I I'm, don't understand. I like to drive, but that's another thing. Sure. The latest advert, it's showing a guy who's at the supermarket and um, daughter at home, she's finished the last of the milk. She's put the empty container back in the fridge and the fridge has contacted his mobile phone to let him know, pick up some milk as well. And so that just makes me laugh because I'm like, well, couldn't you just send a text message or call your dad. Yeah, communicate. Call your dad. Yep. 
Yeah, I don't need a smart device to tell me when to think, what to do, and things like that. So I'm a little bit sort of anti that. I, I so get that. And you know, like you know, programs off the block and other things. There's yes. amazing modernization in the homes, yes. and you know, like Alexa came in last year. And <laughs> I have an Alexa. I'll be. Mm-hmm. I'll totally admit to that. Okay. But it's like you know, really. I think we're making ourselves a little more silly and a little yes. more dumb yes. and we're not thinking for ourselves and we're, I think we're making the next generation not know how to, you know, possibly not not to do how some of the most basic yes. things and not have those basic life skills yes. that your parents taught you and mine and, or exactly. we just figured it out for yes. ourselves. And that's I actually had a conversation at my son's school yesterday Right, exactly this thing wow. where a lot of the children, so I'm generalising, yes. they actually like, I don't need to learn how to handwrite because I won't need that skill anymore because everything will be digital. And then they don't need to know how to look up a word or they don't need to spell because they can do it all online. Wow. Um, that's a major concern for me. So yes. we've, we've got so much technology and we've been pushing it in the school yes. system. Yes, But has it really made our kids smarter, as you say? So and then is, they can't add. I don't know if you've no. noticed at checkouts and, you know, mm-hmm. young people serving you. Yes. They're doing a job. Awesome. Yes. But they don't know how to give you change. No, and if don't. their computers went down, yes, they have no idea. And this- they have absolutely no idea. Like, you know, it's a $5.60 coffee because, you know, you and I have to have our <laughs> hippy-dippy milk or something weird, you know. Yes. And it's like $5.60. I'll give you a $10 note. And you've mm-hmm. got to think about it. I'm like, okay, cool. All right. Yes. No worries. Yes. But then they've got to get out their phones and do, you know, use the calculator. Exactly. And we all do that. I'm not saying yes. we don't. But. Yes, I totally get what you're saying. And it's almost like we don't encourage people to memorise things. So we don't teach children to rope learn, and there's all reasons for that. Understand, yes. But we have actually recognised with the different technology, if children are um, using certain programs, it's retrained the brain wavelengths and retrained how the the synapses. So I won't go into the the science of it all too deeply because I'm still trying to get my head around it myself. Absolutely, Berman, absolutely. it, It has switched off the working memory. Yes. So our kids can sit there for two hours and just go, oh, oh, has it been two hours? No idea. They're, they're just, wow. you know, it's like us being on our social media. Yes. We lose yes. time. Absolutely. Um, and just getting back to the whole 5G. Absolutely. It's also all the appliances will be fitted, as I mentioned, with antennas. Right. And it's going to be called uh, the Internet of Things. So are they built into the device? Yes, they are. Right. So, so you know, because I'm just being old-fashioned. Like, I know there's not antennas sticking no. out. <laughs> not like there's old not TV yet. ears. Not, not yet. No, no, I know that. Old but, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just making it clear so that I understand. Because yes. So you're telling me that in my next device, or this device even that we're recording on, I know there's antennas in there. Yes. So there's and there will be more, more antennas. <gasps> Golly and gosh. So every smart device that comes into the home will also have their own antennas so that they can all talk. So with a smart home, it's like every light bulb will have its own little antenna. No. The refrigerator, the stereo, the air conditioning. So our homes, you know, will be automated where we can be, say, in the city or wherever we are. Yes. We can log on to our phone and press a few buttons so we can turn on the air conditioner in the middle of summer. So by the time we walk in the door, everything's beautiful okay that's completely so, freaking me yeah, out i know yeah. it's possible but yes i don't even like to leave my slow cooker on and leave the house <laughs> i'm just one of those people i'm not one of those people that puts the yes. washing machine the dishwasher the slow cooker on and leaves yes. my oven's got an automatic you can turn it on you know yes. set it i can't do it bro no. i just cannot do it and it's also the fact things can go wrong as Absolutely. we well yes um, and i've heard stories now of people having problems with their their cars uh with different little um sure the opening and closing lock okay mechanism. Um, you think some front doors now don't have a key. So there's 
we've become so smart and the technology mm. is fantastic. Yes. And you sort of, you know, we get to the point where we aren't needed anymore as humans, yes. um, but that's another little story. Yes. That's so, a whole other podcast, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so this is where with rolling this internet of things out, Yes, the technology is amazing. However, where the scientists are now coming and putting their red flags up yes. is with the rollout plan. Um, at the moment, they're with to install the 5G infrastructure, they need to deploy thousands of satellites into the, the mega, mega Magnet, I can't even say it, up no, into all, space. Up into space. Let's yes, just go yeah. up there. It's all good. It's all yeah. good. And My listeners are cool. They'll get it. <laughs> Thank you. There's something, like I was quoted, 20,000 satellites. And if we're saying that, you know, there's all this space junk already up there and then we're going to throw up another 20,000, which is all SpaceX and Elon Musk, what effect does that have? Um, and then there's going to be hundreds of thousands of small cell antennas every 50 to 250 metres in high-density areas. So the initial 5G rollout will use the existing 4G <gasps> infrastructure using the 3.5 gigahertz. However, this frequency will increase wow. up to anywhere 26 to 28 gigahertz bandwidth wow. and beyond with further rollouts. So it's sort of the tech, it's, um, the rollout is evolving as, as they're discussing it. Um, and that's where the 5G uses a higher frequency. Right. And we go into what we call the millimetre wave radiation, Jeez. which was initially developed by the military and um, so as a weapon. And this is still actually being used at the moment as crowd control. So police My cars gosh. have been using police cars and um, here in Victoria. Right. They do have the technology on their cars okay. as a crowd control. Yeah. So it's not new technology. It will just be used Use as a different, a different way. way yes. And it's the fact it's being rolled out where it's everywhere and we can't turn it off. Wow. And that's where, um, as a part of the Australasian Society of Building Biologists, yes. we've now got a white paper that um, we're basically believing that the 5G rollout should be halted yes. until such a time that further independent research is conducted yes. to establish the impacts on humans, the animals, and also plant life. Absolutely. Um, and you know, there's so much research already in place yes. that sometimes if you don't look in the right place, you won't find the research. And I'm very aware of different organisations uh, who say everything's fine. However, what we are learning is um, is they're now using disclaimers. So our PANSA, which stands for the Australian uh, Radiation Protection and Nuclear Safety Agency. Right. They are, that is our government agency yes. that we refer to yes. for our exposure standards. Right. They've actually got a disclaimer now and um, they're actually disclaiming that they that further research is also necessary. So that's where you just go, okay, so they've, they've used that get-out-of-trouble yes, card. Yes, yes. Most of us would be aware that our mobile phones, um, they've all put in a little liability that yes. this device is not intended to be used held against your head. Yes. So they've Can you imagine us, that? That's a phone that you're yes. not supposed to put against exactly. your, your, your ear. This, this is our ear, this is our mouth. mouth. Where do we put the phone? Correct. Because that's where the old device was. Yes. So I love it when I see people now who hold the phone a distance. So that's where we're going to protect ourselves is holding it away from our bodies. Don't carry your phone in your pocket, especially if you're a bloke and you want oh, to be a father. Oh, my gosh. Um, so the research is in that it has reduced the sperm production. Yes. For women, um, there was bras where people tuck it in their bras. Oh, my God. And we've actually seen... I've had three friends who've had breast cancer 
And yes. the spot where the cancer manifested oh, okay. was where they used to place their mobile phones in wow. their bras. And they can't, Amazing. they couldn't prove it. No. But, you know, yes. come on, let's put two yes. and two together here. Yes. And, and, that, and I know there's a whole bunch of factors. I'm not making light of that. But. No, no. And I actually heard something the other day with the breast cancer is the actual shape of the tumour is changing as well. Wow. And that's where they're saying, so it's, there is more to it than what we acknowledge already. Understand, and, yes. Um, I've even had an oncologist uh, speak where they said there's no connection between living near high-voltage power lines and children's uh, leukaemia. And you just go, well, okay, so I'm standing here with my Gauss meter reading these to my standards as a building biologist, which comes from Germany. Yes. And there's an association um, of the different uh, fields. How can you even say that? Yeah, but they do because we're now where we used to have, you know, easements where you couldn't live this close to high-voltage power lines. Now you can. In Pakenham, there's actually high-voltage power lines running over the top of the backyards, and they're the ones that I've been into. So I just think, you know, I wouldn't choose to live here, but it's about the money. Well, and people have to live, you know, and some people, you know, that's that's the best they can do with their financial situation. Years ago, I used to work in a call centre. Worst job I ever had, but taught me the most of how I never wanted to be in that situation. I won't say which company, I won't say where, (laughs) but the building was Mm -hmm. right next to door to these yes. high voltage power lines mm-hmm. locally yes. you know you'll know when i tell you which stopping center later um, <laughs> and it's already in my head yeah yeah i know you've got it but you know no 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 I don't, you know not mm-hmm. you know that's where they everybody worked the majority of people on the side of the building that yes. was closer to those high voltage towers mm-hmm. migraines headaches nausea yes not very well it yes. actually triggered a lot of people's epilepsy it triggered anxiety to the worst levels yes i couldn't explain what was going on with me for two years i was just not myself and i didn't know and the moment and i just knew i had to get out i I didn't i wasn't educated this is i'm talking about a long long time ago i didn't have any knowledge i didn't have people like yourself that i could come and ask i didn't have you know practitioners that knew about this the moment i quit within a week Mm -hmm. I was back to my real old self again. Not that yes. I, you know, I didn't change that drastically, but yes. all that tension had gone. I wasn't as anxious as I was anymore. So you're telling me it had nothing to do with those high voltage power lines? Exactly. Where my car used to be parked under them, just about, you know, the wires yes. go over the yes. car park. You and, know exactly what I'm talking about. And you can and hear them like, buzzing. <laughs> yep. Hello. And that's so we're it. having our morning tea and lunch breaks out there. Yes. You know, we're walking out of there and walking into this building. Yes. Can you imagine what was going on? Oh, exactly. And I think people do forget that our bodies are electrical beings. Like at the time of death, you know, how exactly. the actually says, yes, she's gone. Yes. Um, is because you flatline. Exactly. It's an electrical impulse. Oh, my God. So where it comes to our brain activity, our heart activity, um, also our eyesight is hugely affected by radio yes, frequencies yes. as well. So it's it's getting back to what nature intended us t- to be with yes. and connecting to the earth or going yes. for a walk. But our homes now have this electricity. We, we walk inside, we turn on the lights. We've now got smart meters that emit a radio frequency. Oh, my gosh. We've got all our different devices that are now emitting radio frequencies. Some people are very sensitive to it. 
And so they're the ones, as you mentioned, all your symptoms. Yes. They're very subtle symptoms. Yes. You can go to your normal GP. And it doesn't add up, you know, because it's mm-hmm. just subtle. You don't yes. think any of the, you know, oh, I'm just having a bad day. You know, yes. I'm just, you know, it's that time of the month or whatever it oh, is. Exactly. So you just, yes. you brush it off. You're you dehydrated. Don't, you don't understand. Yeah. And, you mm-hmm. know, I had so much, you know, I had the most amount of urine infections I'd had in that two-year time yes. because I was dehydrated. Yes. And no matter what I was, you know, the water I was replenishing myself with yes. just wasn't, wasn't enough. enough. Yeah. And that's where, unfortunately, our general practitioners, yes. the majority of them, don't have knowledge of environmental factors. They don't have the training. No, so, exactly. You know. not, and we're, we're very fortunate now that there are colleges who are teaching doctors environmental yes. medicine and it's sensational. So Thank goodness. One of the organisations I'm involved in is called the Oceana Radio Frequency Scientific Advisory Australia. So just a short yep. name then. <laughs> O-R-S-A-A. Oh, I like um, that. Head yeah. by Victor Leach. And he has some amazing advocates who are all medically trained yes. and also environmentally trained. Right. And they're the ones involved saying, yes, these studies about the effects of radio frequencies and electromagnetic fields in general have all been studied. We, we have the research. Um, you know, there's amazing research from Russia, China, uh, Germany, and here in Australia, we just go, nah, she'll be right, mate. It's okay. Well, that's our attitude, though. You it know, we everything. did that with sunscreen. We did that yes. with the smoking. We've yes. done that with Asbestos so many things. Is, is a oh, don't. Example. So, don't. did I ever tell you the story when I was a kid? Mm-hmm. Our home in India had an, uh, the, um, one of the bathrooms had an asbestos roof. And when they were renovating it, we oh, played in asbestos, yes. my cousins and I. Yes. There was this little piece of, you know, about, say, half a meter. Long and wide. Yes. And, we, and you know how we had sparkly bits in it? Oh. oh, we thought it was so pretty. Yes. So I'm thinking, what damage did that do to all of oh, us exactly. playing? I mean, mm-hmm. it had to have done something. It couldn't yes. have done nothing. No, exactly. But you had no idea. It was yes. asbestos. You just played in it. Yeah. I played in asbestos. Yes. Seriously. Yeah. And that's where, Wendy, you think, why why aren't we listening to the the what we've learned through history? <laughs> know, so right? whether it's the tobacco, and I think, you know, there's times... If in 1950 they connected that tobacco smoking was directly associated with lung cancer, so we're talking 1950. Yes. Here we are, you know, 2019. You can still walk into shops and buy cigarettes. People left, right, still smoke, and it's really hard. It is an addiction. Oh, absolutely. And totally absolutely. understand that it's not easy to, to stop smoking. Yeah, yeah. But you can still buy it. And you just think, well, hang on, what have we learned or we haven't learned um, with the whole asbestos? We've now got all the stonemasons who are cutting, you know, amazing stone and what they're breathing into their lungs. Gosh. So we have protection in place. Yes. But then sometimes it's just not enough knowledge no. being taught to everybody or even um, in a general house, learning about what chemicals are safe or what chemicals are hazardous. You know, the debacle, even with essential oils, I know you and I oh, met. Oh, gosh, we met yes, over we met oils. over essential oils, and yes. the day that Nicole Drillsman yes, was speaking. Yes, And the conflict of essential oils because some some are good, some are not so good. Absolutely. Some people are sensitive, yep. others aren't. Can they be ingested? Shouldn't they be ingested? Oh, let's not go there. What is the dilation? Oh, gosh. So there's so many factors. So you Please can't... don't ingest essential oils <laughs> is all I want to say. Please don't. Oh, no exactly. matter what, please don't. I don't believe yeah. it. Please so don't. So that's where there's so much conflict within yes. even the health field and people will, you know, conflict about what type of vitamin C to take or let's go back to eating a whole food diet. So on every level there's conflict and with the whole 5G with um, smart devices, there's conflict of yes. interest. I like to look into who actually runs the company, who's benefiting from this 
uh, product. Right. Why do we need to buy it? Do we need it? Yes. Will it improve my life? Sure. The health of my children? And what I'm finding with a lot of these devices, there's a lot of conflict. And you look at the politicians who have made these decisions oh, on our behalf. Oh, my gosh, yes. Is there conflict of interest if the communication minister used to work for Telstra? Um, is there conflict of interest uh, with little things like that? Absolutely, so, you know, absolutely. Who, who's benefiting? Like who's making the money from this? Yes, yes. Um, so there's times where you just go, and that's for the normal man in the street to try and work that out. Yeah, and how, that's why that was the whole reason we had this conversation at the Wellness yes. Summit. I said, Roman, I'm so confused about 5G. Would you please come on the podcast and talk? <laughs> no, because I've had these conversations with family and friends. Yes. They're so overwhelmed by it. You yes. know, they've had, um, we just here in Wheelers Hill, we've been bombarded in our letterbox. I'm yes. sure you have too, because mm-hmm. you're just not that far away. We, Upgrade to this, you know, all yes. the different um, telecommunications companies. Mm-hmm. Get your NBN. Do this. Yes. Do that. I'm dreading getting the NBN because I've had nothing but drama. Yes. And I watched my father-in-law go through having to get the NBN in Caulfield. Yes. It has been a nightmare. Yes. And I don't even know what that has done to, you know, and he's not he's not um, an internet person. He doesn't even have a laptop or anything like that. He's got an old-fashioned mobile phone, and I'm so glad he doesn't have a smartphone because yes. I don't want to bring that into his. First of all, he couldn't handle the technology, but I don't want that yes. device emitting anything anywhere near him kind of oh, thing. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. and like even with 5G, you and I, I, you know, what do we do as just normal everyday people kind of thing? And that's why it was so critical to get you on the show to explain it to people and go like, this is what you can do or yes. this is how you can, you know, speak up about it or get educated about it. Oh, exactly. So that's where we're very fortunate. There's yes. some very passionate, dynamic people absolutely advocate yes. on the safety. So that's where... And you're one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am. So that's where there is no research to prove conclusively that this technology is safe. That is zero. That um, blows my mind. I always look with any research, who funded the research? So if it's funded by the telecommunication industry, they're not going to find the health effects. No. If they do a study where they don't even use a human being, which is where the exposure studies or the SAR ratings came from, they used a gel body and it was based on a 100 kilo um, American marine. Right. And they used it at a short-term implement sure. increments. So that's where they really don't know what's safe and what isn't, what is safe. So what we're, the, our belief as building biologists is based on is the impact of long-term exposure. When we're talking long-term, we're speaking about two hours per day for five or more years. So we've just spoken here today, like how many hours are we switched yes. on? Yes. So if we're all these different devices, smart meter, our phones, et cetera, we don't know what our thresholds are and, um, so that's where we don't know exactly what is happening to significant sure. biological effects. Absolutely. So they're also including things like oxidative stress leading to single and double DNA strand breaks, which um, increase permeability of our blood-brain right, barriers. Right, um, Suppression of melatonin. So wow. melatonin is something, our anti-cancer hormone, and this has significant downstream effects on sleep, our immune and our reproduction reproduction. Um, functions in Absolutely. our bodies. So you just think, okay, so many people aren't sleeping at the moment. Well, and so I come in as a building biologist and I'm like, well, let's not um, charge your phone in your bedroom. Can we actually power off, not just turn off the Wi-Fi, power off the whole modem router um, so there is no Wi-Fi? Uh, let's not have your mobile phone turned on 
And that's where it's hard because I've got also a 21-year-old. Yes. So he's out driving. There's nights when I've thought, oh, I'm just going to leave my phone on yes. just in case. Yes. And yes. I've needed it. So it's been good. And a lot of us have to do that. You yes. know, I have a father, parents. we have a father in law that's not mm-hmm. the greatest of health. Yes. And you've just, and you know, other fa- family friends and yes. other family, sorry, other people in your life that might just need you. So, exactly. Yeah, it's really yeah. hard to it do is. that. So, yeah. you know. And that's where the whole thought of disconnecting, it's like, can we, can we actually switch everything off? Well, that's a bit scary. So we try and work out. So if we need to have our phone on, which I prefer not to be in the bedrooms, um, so in an ideal world, I would take all electronics out of a bedroom. Yes. would be perfect. Go back to using a battery-operated alarm clock. That would be ideal. Um, so not even plugged in to the... No. Whoa, okay. Because no. <laughs> okay. the last time we spoke, I moved the clock radio from... Mm-hmm. Duncan's bedside table yes. to across the you're saying yes. not even oh, that. So that's that's your yes. Yeah. So thank you for listening to what I did no say. No problem. I, I did I did all that stuff. So that's where if you need that. So in, in my bedroom at home, for instance, I have a clock radio that is not plugged in. I turn it on to put my music on. So Fair I don't have it plugged in and turned on twenty four okay. hours a day or whilst okay. I'm sleeping. So whilst I'm sleeping, I have everything switched off at the wall and distance is our friend with any of these electromagnetic fields it's all about the distance and there's an actual you know um law of physics about you know the distance and it reduces our exposure by 75 percent. so it's having everything moved away from the sleep environment yes and as you mentioned before even just turning off wi-fi is helping people sleep we turn our wi-fi off every night and i used to laugh at um, family members who did that, yes. uh, we had a big joke about it. Mm-hmm. And then when I got educated by you, <laughs> we do that every night. We put yes. our, well, you know, one of us will leave our phone on at yes. night just in case of emergency. Yes. It's not in our bedroom. It's yes. outside. You know, it just, it's in our bathroom, which you can hear quite clearly. Yes. And yeah, so now I've got to get rid of the clock radio as well. Okay. <laughs> Battery optimal. Right. Okay. No problem, Bron. Anything else? <laughs> And and this is with the whole 5G and we're talking about millimetre waves. Um, So whilst there has been little research on the impact of millimetre wave radiation on human health, it impacts on eye disease as well, like cataracts, and has been thoroughly studied since the 1960s. So this is where we do have research and we're proving that it is harmful. It is not safe. Um, And that's because our eyes lack sufficient blood flow and it can't sort of dissipate the heat understand so there's a lot of talk at the moment that 5g they acknowledge there's a little bit of a thermal effect a thermal heating of the skin okay and i had an amazing meeting with a gentleman who's involved in the installation and rollout of 5g he thought i was a bit of a crackpot i've heard amazing different names to call people in my field recently he tried to explain that it's only a little bit of thermal heating on the skin and he sort of pointed like a pinprick, like a little mole mark on the skin, so a little bit of thermal heating because they consider the skin to be on the periphery of the body, which it is, but they don't acknowledge that it's our first line of defence. Without you, our skin, uh, we're, we're gone. I, I just yep. have no words to that. <laughs> yes. you, you, I'm gobsmacked. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. And, and so is that, you know, the 5G that will be like in our phones or something? Yes. So if you've got it against your ear or you're holding it in your hand or, yes. you know. Or even oh where they gosh. talk about the rollout of the small yes. cell antenna on the power poles outside wow. our homes. So the actual signal won't travel as far and it doesn't penetrate as deeply. Right. However, the wave is a lot, it's totally different technology 
Um, so if you're sleeping, you're in the direct line of sight of that uh, the the frequency. How does that affect us? And that's the issue. If you're a little bee flying through, and bees are only tiny, yes, or any other type of insect or birds, how does that affect them? And that's where the research is saying that, oops, it's not going to be good. Um, the other thing, they've already proven it overseas when they have switched on the higher frequencies sure. to test it, that uh, the signal can't travel through, say, trees. Right. It's very easily blocked, okay. um, which is a problem. The Waverley Willis Hill, we've got these beautiful, beautiful old big trees. We do. I we love do. the trees and the greenery. However, they're saying that the trees have to come down. We've actually seen overseas where the trees have been cut down. Well, looking straight across there, yep. I know I know our audience can't see it. Yes. We couldn't see that the last time you were here. Yes. Trees have been cut down. I can exactly. see that tower now. Yes. So that's the changing face of it all. So it's really imp- important for people to be aware of what's going on in their area. Um, I'm involved with the Stop 5G group, uh, which is Stop 5G Melbourne. Yes. And I'm also going to be looking at uh, starting a Stop 5G Monash so our local council, and um, one of the things that we're saying, what can people do? So yes, because we, we need to, you know, we've educated them, but let's, can yes. we help now? Exactly. Let's give them a few simple things or something that they can start to do yes. to negate these effects. Oh, exactly. So what we can do, there's two petitions that are being um, circulated at the moment. Yes. One of them is an e-petition at the Australian Parliamentary uh, level. Yes. So I'll give you the details of yes, that. Please. Yes, please. And there's please. also another, um, if, if you just Googled Stop 5G Australia, yes. there's another petition. So two petitions to be signed. Yes. Um, we're promoting, and I know this is a business, um, not where I'm promoting business. I, as a building biologist, if people could uh, have us out to their homes, we could then actually identify, yes, these are the existing issues of radio frequencies and yes. electromagnetic fields prior even to a 5G rollout. That's right, yes. So we can do readings of how it is at now. So then if if and when they are rolled out, we can then say, well, it's now increased to this wow. frequency. okay. Um, so that's a really good thing to do. And I was going to say people can learn from listening to podcasts. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, one of the other things we're trying to do is get people to write letters. So letters, letters to our local councillors. Yes. Letters to all our local MPs and then to the, the health ministers. Yes, even absolutely. Even going federally. The more conversations we can start, the better. Agreed. And Agreed. With um, it's really difficult, even say in schools at the moment. There's a lot of work or awareness about Wi-Fi in schools. Mm-hmm. Children uh, aren't little adults. Their their brains, are, you know, are smaller. Not fully formed they're, yet. They're not exactly. You know, and their DNA, they're reproduce like they're growing and developing so quickly. Yes. Um, I've already heard stories of children with nosebleeds. No. Nosebleeds, yes, <laughs> yes. Much. No, no, that's and, right. And headaches. Yes. And lacking in concentration. So we would really like the conversation to be started. But it's hard for principals because they will go to the ed board or the education department yes. who give them the details the, of the a guidelines, panzer. yes. A panzer are going, no, she's safe, it's fine. Um, and we're like, no, if so, I would love to see the precautionary principle uh, implemented. Yes. That if there is the little bit of, least bit of doubt, Let's protect our kids yes. and our next generation. Absolutely. Otherwise, who's going to look after us now? When, well, when are we going to listen? You know, exactly. we can't. We can't be complacent about it. And that was yes. the big, big 
big message I got from the wellness summit, listening to, yes. you know, smart people like, oh. you know, a lot of, everybody's smart. They're Amazing. Just saying that. Yes. But like, you know, Cindy O'Meara, Jason Borden-Smith, Damien Christoph, everybody. It was like, yes. get involved. Yes. Talk to your local council, talk to your local member, talk to your federal yes. members of parliament. We've got to get involved. We cannot be complacent anymore. We oh, just exactly. can't. And, you know, and it's like, and that just leads to, I know you've got all those details over there, but we can put them all in the show notes when this goes live. Yes. I will send people to your page as well, Thank where you. the petitions are, where the thing. So, Bron, as you know, we're just about to come to the end of our time together. Yes. How do people find you, get a consult, book you to come out or, you know, because not, not all my listeners are in Melbourne, obviously. Oh, exactly. But yes. so if you could just tell them mm-hmm. how it goes, how yes. it, how they can, sorry, yep. how they can organise a consult and just get started on this journey. Certainly. So there's a website for the Australian Society, oh, sorry, Australasian Society, Society of Building yeah. Biologists, yeah. Yeah. www.asbb.org.au. Yes. And you can find your local uh, building biologist. Yes. Um, so to be a part of that association, we're trained under Nicole. Paul Bilsma at the Australian College of Environmental Studies. Yes. And so we're all trained similar way. We've all been upskilled recently with 5G knowledge. Yes. And we've all had to outlay a couple of, you know, $10,000 to get the latest meters to actually be prepared uh, and ready for the 5G rollout to measure our total body exposure. Yes. So we'll look at, you know, in a house, AC magnetic fields, AC electric fields, dirty electricity, and then the radio frequencies. Okay. We have you know, we look at things like what type of roof you have on your building. There's so many other factors. Um, you know, if you're in an apartment rather than a, a house, yes. So that's absolutely. how we can be contacted and located. Um, and your Facebook page and yes. your your personal fa- sorry yes. your your business Facebook page. Yes. So creating healthy spaces. Yes. So you can either just Google that. Um, so I've got a Facebook page, my web page, www. Creating healthy spaces uh, yep. for myself. And um, that's where I'm available. So if people also email as well. All my details are on the web page, yes. Facebook page. Get in contact. I can put you on to local colleagues. Yes. Um, doing a lot of speaking roles as well. So Great. if Nicole's not available, then there's a number of us who are also um, running information evenings. Uh, screenings of different movies, um, Generation Zapped, as a good starting point, trying not to overwhelm, absolutely to educate and empower people. And, you know, that's the whole premise of Wendy's Way. It's yes. like empower through education. You yes. know, I get it. I've learned so much listening to you today. I knew some of it. Yes. I didn't know all of it, you know, and I think there's simple things we can all do. And thank you for giving so many tips and so much help to the listeners out there. It's just been incredible to have you on we're gonna have to come back and have another conversation (laughs) as this continues to roll out and as this continues to build momentum you know people need to be empowered with information and i think we cannot be complacent in this world anymore because you know there is so much we are losing we have to preserve this earth for generations to come and for ourselves and we've got to live in the best possible way oh exactly absolutely so broman thank you so much for being on the show today it's just been incredible we could talk for hours (laughs) i reckon so it's been incredible i hope you'll come back another time and chat some more about whatever's going on (laughs) in our world so all broman's contact information will be on the show notes when this goes live you can contact her she's incredible i couldn't vouch for her more highly than anybody seriously she is just so passionate about making sure we're all living in happy healthy spaces and i'm so grateful for your time today my pleasure thank you so much wendy thank you thank you everybody for listening to this episode of wendy's way it's been my 
absolute joy and pleasure to bring this to you. If you like it, please give it a like. Please give it a rating on iTunes. Please share this episode on your social media with your friends and family. For all things Wendy's Way, you can find me on my website, which is all the W's, wendysway.com.au. I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. I hope you have a great day. Thank you again for listening. I look forward to coming back soon with another episode of Wendy's Way. Till then, please remember, it takes a village. Be kind to yourselves and bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.